Hey guys. Love you for listening. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe. Now to the show. Hey all. So it's been quite some time since the last time we've actually got together and you got to hear about me and Val. Um, So before we actually start, I just want to do the typical updates about week, life, what's been happening, what's been going on, just so you guys are aware. Since the last time we spoke, Val and I have decided that he is going to be appearing still on the show, but not as my co-host, but more so as a guest, just so he can follow his dreams and, you know, start his business and focus on what he has going on. But he will definitely be back need to work out schedules and things like that, you know, to figure out how we're going to do that. Uh, So I just want you guys to be aware that although he is no longer my co-host, he will still be appearing as guest in the coming future. Uh, We have great topics. I will be having other people come on, sit as guests, female, male, you name it, we're going to do it. And we're going to talk about everything dating in life. If you would love to participate and be one of my guests, please shoot me an email. Please send it to itsbalanceinsanity at gmail.com. It is I-T-S-B-A-L-A-N-C-E-D-I-N-S-A-N-I-T-Y at gmail.com. As I'm saying it, that name is super long, so there may be a name change in the future. Who knows? Um, Because I want you guys to be able to contact me and everyone else on my team as easily as possible without being confused. Because I'm confused. But once again, it's it's balanceinsanity at gmail.com. You can also send us topics, questions. We'd love to hear from you. At least I would. um, Now that it's just me. Which is going to be weird because I haven't... I've never thought that this podcast would be a solo act with a mix of maybe other people, but we shall see how this goes. If you like it, I'd love to hear from you. So what has happened since the last time we spoke? So like I said, uh, I think the last time we recorded was in November. Things were moving. I think my health was up and down. Then it was the holiday season. Val was traveling with families. Or, you know, you just want to be with family. want to spend that time with them. um, And not necessarily focus on anything else. So me and Val took our time. We did family stuff. I was with my family. He was with his. We definitely spoke. So I don't want you guys to think that we're not friends. Like, that's my peeps. That's going to be forever be my friend. So there's no doubt there. But we ended up regrouping. I think it's in January where we officially decided, you know, because of the workload, because of everything that we have going on in this, my life, his life, uh, the venture, and where I want to take this podcast, you know, it just made sense that he focused on his dreams and me not come in the way of that, being such a great friend that I am. So fast forward. So the reason I haven't been recording is because I've just been up and down with health, uh, trying to focus on that. I was out of work for about two to three weeks, I would say, because I was sick. 
seeing multiple doctors, trying to figure out what was wrong. I ended up uh, starting a business and just been focusing on that and trying to build that and see where that goes. So that's what pretty much has been keeping me from pressing the record button and doing it where I'm focused on just recording and not necessarily doing something else. Like you wouldn't want that for me. So I wanted to give you guys 100% of my attention, undivided, uninterrupted. And so as I think about the podcast and where it's going to go, I think because I have the time to focus a a little bit more on this than I had originally anticipated, I may cut these down from an hour to half an hour or even 45 minutes just to give, you know, a well-rounded conversation where I leave you guys either in thought or just close out with something. But, you know, as we get guests on and things like that, it will definitely run over because the more people you have interacting and engaging in conversation, the deeper the conversation can get, the more people are going back and forth. And you never want to interrupt such a space where people are just being creative and a lot, and you're just letting those juices flow. So enough about that. I'm trying to think, is there anything else I need to tell you guys, update you on? Huh. I don't, I don't believe so. Oh, the other thing is that I'm traveling a lot now. I will be going to multiple places within the next couple of days when I come back and I record. Or even while I'm on a trip, you may get a glimpse of into the life of what I'm doing as I'm recording and talking to friends and you know, interacting with them and just having conversations and then recording it so that you guys can hear what's happening. I think that's it. I don't think there's any other major questions people may have for me. Oh, the most important thing. I celebrated my 36th birthday. Ah, 36. And I look 19, which is crazy because I'm aging backwards, which is a good thing, good and a bad thing. Especially when you're in a dating scene where people look at you and it's just like, hey, ma. Just like, first of all, please get out my face. And then when people hear how old I am, they're just like, I don't believe you. You can't be older than 18. And then I'm stuck getting hit on by 20-year-olds. And I'm just like, no, sir, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just too old for you. Keep it moving. So, yes, I did that birthday It was kind of boring because it was on a Monday. I slept most of it away because I was extremely tired. And then for the rest of the week, I did nothing. Then I hung out with family on Saturday, which was amazing. I love seeing family. Being with family is just one of those things that just makes my heart sing every time I'm with family because a lot of these people I haven't seen since I was like 16, 17 years old. So now that we're seeing each other, granted, we still speak on a regular, but I'm getting to see these people and it's just... Oh my gosh, Monica, you're so old. And, you know, it gets into that habit and all kinds of things and whatnot, whatnot. But that's neither here nor there. I know it's a a lot to catch up on because it's been such a long time. But I just wanted to give you guys an update on that. So today, I'm still trying to figure out what kind of, what do I want to talk about? Because I have a couple of things listed as far as topics. Do I want to just jump straight in into dating or do I just want to let this be a flow where I just give you the roundabouts of what's happening with me, what I've been up to and things like that. 
I don't necessarily know. So I think um, the best way to go about this is just to, not to talk about me, but to talk about what this podcast is known for and we're accustomed to talking about dating. So the question at hand for today is, in such a social media heavy climate that we live in, is it okay to Google someone before you go on the first date? Look them up on Facebook or Instagram or something like that. And the reason why this conversation, well, this question had actually come about was because I was, either I was reading a book or I was talking to a friend and they had mentioned to me that, you know, they were going on a date and they got the person's first and last na- last name. So before they went on the date, they Googled this person to see what they were about and that kind of stuff. And I said, why would you spoil the suspense of figuring out who this person is and getting to know them? By Googling them. I don't know. Is it just me or is that something other people do or or would never do? Because I think of it this way. If I don't know you and we're going on a date, it's either because someone I know has said to me, oh, Monica, you know, um, you should meet this person. You should try to go out on a date with this person. Or... Someone has said, or it has been like a friend of a friend, or the person themselves has, no, now that I think about it, I feel like, no, I still wouldn't Google somebody, even if you're a stranger, a perfect, perfect stranger. I've never met you in my life. I'm out on the train or I'm coming home from work or you see me out at dinner with friends and you come over and you introduce yourself and you say, you know, I would love to take you out. I wouldn't Google you. I would go out with you, see what what happens, get to know who you are as a person, get to know your personality. And if I feel weird or bothered by you, then I may go home after the date and then Google you to make sure I'm not out with a creep or something like that. But it's the first meeting. It's the first interaction. So I don't think it's that big of a deal to have to spend the time Googling someone. The whole purpose of a date, going out with this person to get to know them. Why would I want to get to know you before the date? Does that make sense to anybody? So hear me out. Just think about it. If you go out on a date with someone and before the date, you Google so you know whether or not they have kids, whether or not they've been married, what they like to do, um, where they work, school they went to, whether or not you guys have friends in common. By the time you end up getting to the date, what are you guys talking about? And so for me, if I'm spending 30 minutes is my minimum to go out on quote unquote date, a date with someone. If I'm spending 30 minutes with you, what else are we talking about? Because if I've already hit all the openers to get you to feel comfortable and to get myself to be comfortable in this situation... And for all guards to be put down, what can we possibly start the conversation off with? I already know where you work, so I'm not going to ask you about the, your job. Unless I ask you, unless I say, oh, yeah, by the way, I know that you work at X, Y, and Z. Why did you start working there? And then for some people, that makes the other person look at you like you're crazy. And as a weirdo, because you Google them. I know the only time that it's okay to Google someone beforehand is when you're going for a job interview because that shows them interest. You Google a person before you go on a date with them. That doesn't show them interest. 
that shows them how much of a creep you are because, and to Google, granted, we live in a time where everything is at our fingers. It's not as long anymore. 15, 20 minutes, even if you're spending that much amount of time Googling a person or researching a person before you actually go on a date, for me, is very, very suspect because I'm trying to think about it for myself. If I show up someplace and there is a guy that I'm going to date with and he says to me, oh, by the way, I Googled you, I'm going to be creeped out and going to say, thank you so much for a lovely evening, but my mom is on the phone. She's calling me now. I know I don't have my cell phone in my hand, but I can feel her text. I'm calling me and I have to go now. Instance two is that maybe they didn't tell me they Googled me, but I'm sitting here having a conversation telling them, oh, you know, I work at such and such and they're nodding their heads and not asking me anything about it. I'm going to get a little weirded out because why are you not interested in what I have to say and ask me any questions to follow up? Or if you do and you say, oh yeah, by the way, I already know that. How do you know that? And I'm even creeped out even more because you're going to tell me that, you know, you Googled me. I don't necessarily think Googling is a uh, a way to go. But then the more, the more and more I think about it and talk about it, the more and more I'm, I'm still against it, but I can understand why people do it. And I think people do it for the fear of the crazies out there because... We live in a world now, in a society where, oh my gosh, I don't know what it's called. It's not pedophilia, but it's pedo something, where it's legal in some states now to date a girl or date a boy younger than you, so to date underage. And what that means is that I can be 40 and date a 16-year-old, and in some states, it is totally legal. Just like in some states, it bestiality is totally legal. If I have a dog and I wanted to have relations with my dog, it would be okay in certain states. Horse, dog, cat, or animal, or whatever, and no one could come and arrest me. So we live in this world now where you have to be very careful of who you allow in your life, allow in your circle, Allow to even be able to know who you are, whether or not they're your friends, associate, or just somebody that says hello to you on a regular day basis, or even your coworker. You have to be very careful of who you allow in your space because not everybody is worth being in your space, being a part of your world, be, um, having your time, being acknowledged by you. It sounds very egotistical, but it's once you start evolving and you getting to know yourself and knowing that. You don't want certain people to pull from your energy and pull from who you are. You start to realize, like, there are some people you just don't want to connect with in that way. And so I say all this to say, as I'm thinking about it and as I'm talking to you guys about it, I kind of understand why some people Google people. Because the last thing you want to do is go out on a date, get dolled up for us girls. We put on our face, we get our hair done. Some of us get our hair done, some just do it ourselves, you know, pull it up. You're beating your face, doing the natural looks, or spending two hours to put on makeup. Picking out your outfit, making sure you have the perfect shoes on. You've gone out on this date with this guy, you're having a great time, you kick it off, you start 
you have day two, day three, day four, day five, and up until like the sixth, either anywhere from the sixth to tenth date, you now start to see these signs and pick up on certain things and are hinted at the fact that something isn't all together with this person that you're on a date with. And at that point, you start to realize, huh, maybe this isn't the person for me. Maybe this isn't where I need to be. Maybe this isn't the exact person for me. And then you start to wonder, what is it about this person that has me feeling this way or whatever the case may be? So you, as an inquisitive person, start to ask questions of this other person. And then you get to know this person a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper and a little bit deeper. And then you start to realize those things that I was, wasn't was feeling were signs and were red flags to why I should not be here or be with this person. And then you start to do your research and you Google whatever. And then you start to realize, oh, this is the reason why I'm not flexing with this person. And so I guess maybe that is why people start to Google in this day and age because they just want to make sure they're not going out with anyone crazy. And then... The more and more I'm thinking about it and the more and more I'm talking through it, I'm noticing that maybe we need to start Googling people because even as I'm thinking about the crazies and the people that are out here that will kidnap you, keep you as a sex slave, hostage, kill you for your organs, sell your body parts across the way, all these things are happening right now. Sex trafficking is very big and prevalent here in the United States, which to me is mind boggling. But even as I think about that, I start to think about the transgenders have said, you know, I'm a woman or I'm a man and that's it. Full stop. There is no but. Uh, there's no however. There was no let me explain. Um, so they portray themselves to always be this particular gender since birth. Some, not all. It's the same thing with every rule. There is a, um, not a disclaimer, but that other thing, I can't think of the word now, but um, exception. For every rule, there's an exception. So when I think about that, I think about the fact that they are claiming to be of this sex from since birth, right? And if I'm a female looking for a male, and I'm going out with a Michael Jones. I don't know any Michael Jones. Sorry, Michael Jones, if you do exist and you're listening. It would be a good thing for me to Google Michael Jones to see whether or not this person has always been a female. Huh. Isn't that crazy how we live in this world now where we have to think on so many levels? Because I know that I'm looking for a male. I'm not looking for a woman who, you know, identified male and then decided to become male. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for a male who was born male, was always a male, not based on his feelings, but birthed on what God had given him. And so for me, I find that I couldn't necessarily be okay with that. No matter how much this person is a good person, no matter what this person brings to the table, I just know for me, I could not be able to date somebody who used to be a woman who is now a man. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact of, I was reading this article the other day where a couple, husband and wife, 
were had been married for 10 years, had been trying to get have kids. And in the article, explain what's happening, what's going on in their lives, and the fact that he's such a good husband because he really, really loves her. He cherishes her. He worships the ground that she walks on. You know, he treats she treats her her well, and she treats him very well. And they have such a great relationship. They're the best of friends the entire the whole nine. Towards the end of it, though, she says, "But you know, after being married for ten years, he still doesn't know that I'm transgender." So as I'm sitting here talking to you guys and thinking about this whole googling thing, I start to think about that article because. I feel like those are the reasons why I don't think I would necessarily still Google someone. I will ask them outright um, while on the date, especially if I feel there's chemistry or something. I will say, you know, no disrespect, but I would rather you just be upfront with me and let me know, like, have you always been a man? And just go from there. Because if they then decide to lie, that's a totally different conversation in, in itself. But... If the person is truthful with me, I can honestly tell them, like, you know, we're not, let's not waste each other's times and hopes and dreams because, you know, there are things that I want that you're not going to be able to give me. And that's just the way it is for, for transgenders, especially right now, because I know that science is trying to working, work at, get men who transition into women to carry babies and things of that nature. And it's not possible right now. And I don't think from what I know or the little I do know that it's possible for a man, a woman who is transitioned into a man to therefore carry the seed that is needed to impregnate a woman. So for me, because family is such a big thing, these are things that I need to know up front. So I think maybe, yeah, maybe sometimes it is okay to Google somebody before you go on a date just to get to understand who they are, what they're bringing to the table. So I guess it's to an extent. So if you're going to Google somebody, so wrapping all of this, going full circle, all of this. So if you're going to Google someone, don't Google them for the strength of, oh, I want to get into this person's business to know who they are and be this fake friends that social media has now created. Um, Just because we're friends on a particular platform automatically means we're friends. That doesn't mean we're friends. That just means that I don't care to keep this particular portion of my life private and so therefore you and everybody else that I don't know are welcome to see it read it hear it and do what you want with it if you are searching for things that can make or break a relationship like whether or not this person has always been a man or a woman whether or not this person has kids your non-negotiables I should say so I think when it comes to mental state of a person or whether or not what this person identifies as i think these are things that may be useful to you because we are living in a world where being transgender is another thing that's really big right now whether to the point where we have children at the age of 11 and 12 saying you know mom i don't feel like a boy i feel like a girl when i was growing up that just meant that you were playing dress up because I'm still a tomboy, very much so, I believe. Like, I'd like to dress down like a boy. I like to have my sneakers on. I think women are beautiful. I can definitely acknowledge the fact that, you know, she has a fly body or her butt is big or, you know, she's pretty in the face or whatever the case may be. But I still like men, point blank, period. 
I would, that will never change. Maybe it's just something, you know, for me. And then the whole gender fluidity and things like that. So it's a lot of things that we have to be aware of and mindful of when we're talking about dating and just being open and honest. You never want to get into a situation where you or another person feels violated or lied to because the hardest thing to do in a relationship, whether it be a friendship or dating, is to come from a place of being lied to. You just feel violated. Trust is lost. And once trust is lost, it's hard to get back. So you never want to be put yourself in a situation where you have to have to come out of that. When you're dating somebody or if you're dating somebody or if you're planning on, you know, taking a break now and plan on dating in the future, the best thing you can do for yourself and for the other person is to always be truthful. Be honest, be open. And you know what? We all mess up. We all fall. We all fail. Everybody knows that I'm a Christian and there's never been a day in my life where I've been perfect. And we are we are not meant to be perfect. We are meant to strive for perfection. We should not be so hard on ourselves. So if there's anything you've ever done, you know, where you need to go to another person, even in a situation like this, and just say, you know what, I've had a private investigator watch you. You know, I think you've been doing X. So I've had somebody ghosting, not ghosting. Um, I forgot what that name is. I'm not hip to these, these lingos, but, you know, following you and just in your comments and reading all your comments and things like that. The best thing you can do for yourself or for your partner, for someone that you're dating or planning to date, or even in the time of dating, is just to communicate and be honest. I hope these words have helped someone. They definitely have helped me and made me rethink just this whole Googling thing, especially now in social media era. Because, you know, I always thought, I don't want to invade somebody else's space. I want to use that time of dating to get to know you, get to know who you are. But maybe my expectations of people are too high, and I shouldn't expect that much. But then again, why not? I'll leave that question with you guys. I love talking with you. It's been a pleasure. Hope to talk to you again soon. It's your girl, Monica, with Balance and Sanity. Sanity.